Hey, everybody. Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we are discussing Love Strikes Twice, the fifth movie. (laughs) No, fourth. Uh, Fourth movie in Hallmark's Fall Harvest lineup. I got things to say about where that it was placed. But if you're new to us, and we have tons of new listeners, so welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thursday episodes are bonus episodes where we recap the latest Hallmark original movies. We launched our countdown to Christmas preview episode, and that is burning through the charts, guys. People are into it. So we can tell that you are just as excited about Christmas as we are, as I am, as we are terrified about. (laughs) (laughs) As Wendy is hoping we'll be over, she needs an advent calendar just to get through. (laughs) It's the countdown to summer for me. (laughs) That's right. It's the countdown to January 1st. But thank you for joining us for this episode. We also publish episodes every Tuesday. And those are our main podcast episodes where we talk about life. And today, Love Strikes Twice. If you want to find us outside of the podcast, you can always find us on Instagram where we are Megan and Wendy LSS. You can hop into our Facebook group, which is Long Story Shorties, or you can send us an email at meganandwendy at gmail.com. I just like jumped, stole your line. I'm sorry. I just was like rolling you know, through it. It's, I'm totally fine with it. It's all good. We have a couple Hallmark related emails this week, and I wanted to share the first one, which is feedback specifically related to Taking the Reins, last week's Hallmark movie. And it's from Heidi, who says, my daughter does horseback riding, and at both places that we have been riding, I stumbled over that sentence, they have their office right next to the horses. There are a lot of places that use a large storage shed as their office that is right next to where the horses are kept. Yes, it seems strange, but they have a desk and supplies for riding. And then... Okay, go ahead. And then she says, I love your movie reviews. I don't watch a lot of the movies once in a while, but I still love to listen to them. And says, I would not be opposed to having lifetime movie reviews also. I don't watch those either, but maybe I would consider watching one if it gets a good review. I would like to say that, so Wendy doesn't run away screaming mid-podcast, I don't think we'll be taking on any new networks in the year 2021. We have our hands full with Hallmark. Would you agree with that? I would agree, yes. But there is potential to expand perhaps in uh, 2022. Thank you for your feedback. We have been asking if you guys like these Hallmark episodes. They are very popular, just so you know, on our end. So we're trying to decide what the 2022 Hallmark plan is. Yeah. So if you have thoughts, email us. Please. If If you want us to do like more of these... We need to hear it, I think. I need, I need to hear it. <laughs> yeah, Wendy Wendy needs your words of affirmation. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, back to the offices in the stables. Mm-hmm. In that movie, Taking the Reins, like, she had literally this, like, a beautiful, like, desk chair sitting in, like... <laughs> like, her ergonomic chair is sitting on the hay. In a pile of hay. Like, it was so ridiculous. So, But I'm shocked. Maybe they just don't have, you know, the, the writer in her Heidi. Maybe, like, they just don't have, like, office space at the stable. So they just, like, make do with what they have. But right. who wants to sit in a shed all day long? Not I. Maybe horse people do. We don't know. <laughs> maybe. Wow. Crazy. We also have some feedback from Sheila. 
she says two things, and these are both in regards to last week's Countdown to Christmas preview special, which if you haven't listened, it's there waiting for you. Give it a listen. And I had mentioned that Katie Sackhoff is starring in a new Hallmark movie. She's going to bring a new audience. And she said she was also in a Western police show for a while. So because I had mentioned like she's bringing that like that nerd demo with her Battlestar Galactica clout. Oh, okay. And then she's saying, I think the Hallmark movie she's in was either written, produced, or directed by her fiancé. And she's also in a newer-ish Netflix series, Another Life. So... Still never heard of this actress. I actually became aware of Katie Sackhoff via a podcast that I no longer listen to because the host... It's not great, but the Nerdist, I heard her on a podcast episode and loved her and didn't know anything about her and loved her on that. So I'm also looking forward to that. In other Hallmark news, also from Sheila, she says, your news about GAC family and when calls the heart slash when hope calls does not really surprise me. The author of the book series is very conservative and her books are exceedingly popular in evangelical fundamentalist circles. Mm. Hmm. So, there you have that. Interesting. Well, I love the feedback. Thank you for the emails, ladies. Thank you. And with that, it's time for a synopsis. All right. Love strikes twice. Workaholic Maggie's having marriage issues. She wishes for a do-over and awakens 15 years in the past. Will Maggie choose college boyfriend Rick, or will she stay with husband Josh? And do you have some news and notes on this movie? I have a few. Not a ton. I have a few. Same. The screenplay was written by C.J. Cox, who also wrote Sweet Home Alabama featuring Reese Witherspoon. Oh. Mm. I I have thoughts. I like that movie, too, but I have thoughts. Okay, okay. I'll share in a minute. Do you have Do you have any news and notes? <laughs> I do have news and notes. Like you said, not a lot. We're back in Canada, guys. We left Connecticut. We're back in Canada, but no longer in Vancouver. We're in Winnipeg, Manitoba. A beautiful little town, I thought, where they were filming. Mm-hmm. Me too. On Me too. The water. Wyatt Nash, who plays Josh. Uh huh. He's been in a lot of things. Riverdale, Dear White People, but he was also on Survivor. What season? I've watched a lot of Survivor. What? Uh, oh, well, now you're asking the hard question. Well, you can't just like <laughs> throw that tidbit out there without some receipts. I need to know. I believe the Survivor kickstarted his acting career. He was on Survivor in 2011. Oh, okay. He was on Survivor Redemption Island. Did he and win? Then, I don't know. Oh, Okay. And then his first acting credits are in 2012. So, you know, maybe he wasn't on Survivor for the right reasons. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Sur- are there right reasons to be on Survivor? That's the I big question. I don't know. But in 2013, on a TV show called Mistresses, he played the hot naked guy. <laughs> That's his credit. <laughs> in 2015, on a TV show called Dr. Ken, he played the hot doctor. Oh, my God. And look, he's had a, a number of named roles as well. But in 2019, he was in Ford versus Ferrari, and his character was Cool Young Buyer. So, <clears throat> in fairness, he was on six episodes of Glow, 16 episodes of Dear White People, 17 episodes of Riverdale. So, he has... He has acting credits, but I I just enjoy those. 
He's a working actor. Working I actually actor. thought that he looked very familiar, but and I've watched mm, maybe like one or two seasons of Riverdale. I don't remember him from that show. Maybe maybe it's that Survivor credit that's you know triggering my brain. Like I knew him from somewhere, I just couldn't place it. Yeah, he was in later episodes of Riverdale, starting in episode fifty-seven. So, oh yeah, no, I only I watched made it that the first far. season of that show. Yeah, it's only the. If you don't have fake red hair on the show, I I don't know who you are. <laughs> Those are the, the, only first seasons, the first season is real good, but mm-hmm. other than that, mm-hmm. anyway, faded out early second season. Yeah. What else All you right. got? One final note: this the same production, this movie. Hmm. Also produced a movie called One Summer, which premiered on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries over the weekend, starring Sam Page, who played Richard on The Bold Type. And if you recall, I sent you a text and I said, this movie's real good and it has Richard from The Bold Type and he's all scruffy and scrumptious. <laughs> so I was shocked because you were voluntarily watching a Hallmark movie that was not part of our review lineup. Right. <laughs> uh, but now it's all coming together for me. So I that... saw the commercial while watching Love Strikes see, Trace. I and I was like, huh, that movie looks good. And huh, that guy's hot. He looks very familiar. And I couldn't place him. I had to look him up. I'm only like halfway through, but it's a pretty decent movie. <laughs> Well, before we get to our first impression, I'm looking at the IMDb reviews for this movie. Uh huh. And they are overwhelmingly positive. For um, Love Strikes Tri- Twice. For Love Strikes Twice. The majority of them are 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple nines, one six. But man, people love this movie. This one says, What did I just see? It was on the Hallmark channel, but was it really a Hallmark movie? Ah. It was a time-traveling romantic comedy, but that's all it had in common with the usual Hallmark. No pageant-worthy hair, wardrobe and makeup here, just great writing, attention to detail, talented acting, and fresh faces. So I would like to jump into first impressions. Sure. What's yours? Well, you just stole mine. My first impression was, was this an actual Hallmark movie? And my first impression is, does every fall harvest couple have an emotional affair? Yeah. I mean, yeah. We can get into that later, but it's a real running theme here we've got going on. Yeah, for sure. All right. What did you like about this movie? Well, can we discuss your question? Is this a Hallmark movie? Okay. Okay. I don't think it was. (laughs) So you watched the movie before I did, and you said, this is not a Hallmark movie. It's good. (laughs) And then I watched it with my husband with that lens, but I agree that this didn't feel like a Hallmark movie. I agree with you. I agree with this reviewer, but I tried to find some information like Hallmark acquired. I couldn't find anything. Hmm. So the answer to that is I don't know, but this really, look, if this is a Hallmark entity, you know, produced with Hallmark people, great keep using those people because there was so much great about this movie. If it wasn't, who'd you buy it from? Right. Well, this is what I was going to say because that movie One Summer that's on Movies and Mysteries made by the same production company mm-hmm, does mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. feel like a Hallmark movie either. Okay. So I'm like, they did they get some kind of yeah. yeah twofer here or what? <laughs> but I don't know. I It to me did not feel like a Hallmark movie at all. At all. I agree with you. I agree. So what did you like? I really liked 
the actress who played Maggie, and her name is Kate, Katie Finlay. Is that how, Finlay. how do you say? Whatever. Katie Finlay. Yes. I really liked her. Um, I didn't love her hairstyle when she was like 15 years younger, but I thought she was like a really good, believable actress. And she, there was like some comedic stuff and I thought she like totally handled that really well. And this is what makes me think why it's also not a Hallmark movie. Because like we never see her in anything. Have we ever seen her in any other Hallmark movie ever? No, we haven't. She most recently was on Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, and I really enjoyed her there. It's funny about her hair because that was like their way of making her look younger, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like differentiating. Yeah. But so I, w- I spent a lot of time actually thinking about her hair because I liked her <laughs> earlier hairstyle that more. But the then, straight, cute, like bob that she yeah, had. Yeah, it was I real thought, cute. Were they making it curl? Like, what's the other option? Like a wig? Because uh-huh. I don't know how else you make her look younger other than they kind of dressed her young. At one point, she's wearing like like a short overall situation. Yeah, I'm like yeah. you're trying real hard to make her look young. And I don't, I don't think she's 37 either. I don't think she's as old as she was playing, but I don't think she's 22. I think um, she's 31 is what I okay. saw. Okay, so I just was thinking, like, how do you make her look younger? And I guess the other option is, like, a longer wig. I don't yeah. know. So I was glad they used her. Honestly, I was glad they used her own hair instead of, like, a long wig to make her look. I hear you. Yeah. Right. So what I liked about this movie is, and I have more thoughts on this, but I liked that Maggie ends up with Josh in the end. As soon mm. as she goes, oh, interesting. That's all right. Go ahead. (laughs) As soon as she goes back in time and we start to meet Rick, I started to think, oh, I really hope this is like the we found our way back to each other, not the like I made the wrong choice movie. Uh That said, I do have I have some thoughts about that we can get to. Well, Rick was kind of a douchebag. Total a douchebag. You know, so I'm glad that like she could see that like going back. But I honestly thought that she might end up with Rick instead of Josh at the end because she seemed so unhappy or they seemed so unhappy in their marriage at the beginning. And I thought, you know, she's like, I need a do-over. I mean, hey, people make mistakes when they get married to the wrong people. So I thought, well, this is going to be an interesting twist if she does get a do-over and then picks the other guy. But, you know, she ended up back with Boring old Josh. Well, and uh, do you have anything else you liked before I respond to that? Two more little things. Yeah. Uh, I really liked her parents. Yeah. I thought they were just enjoyable. Yeah. And I hope that, like, my daughter will want to, like, I don't know, hang out or be care about me when I'm, when I'm old. Try and stop you from injuring your back. Yeah, on exactly. Ladder. Exactly. And I also really, really liked the relationship between Maggie and her brother, Ash. Yes. He's a brand new baby actor. Oh, is he? He started acting like a year ago. He has oh. very few credits. I, I really liked him. I liked him too, but I it was all messy. Like, he looked the same in the time change yeah, yeah, yeah. frame. Like, you know, whatever, but He's like it is a is. Brendan Fraser's baby brother to me. Why? He, you thought he looked like Brendan Fraser? He has that, like, Encino Man feel to me. <laughs> Encino Man. Oh, wow. Wow. That's Deep a real cut. throwback. Yeah. Yeah. I liked him, though, as an actor. I thought he was kind of funny. 
Yeah, I liked the relationship and I liked that her going back in time and her do-over wasn't just about her romantic relationship that she kind of has an opportunity to repair all of these other wrongs and she protects her brother from this heartbreak and she kind of starts to build up their relationships their relationship in the future is on better footing i liked i liked all of that cuz i think a lot of us have those same regrets agree but oh i wish i could have had a better relationship with this person for sure i also though am from the school of back to the future and do you really want to mess with the past because then that's going to affect the future you know what i mean what were the effects yeah so it made me a little bit worried as well Mm -hmm. yeah okay your dad doesn't hurt himself but now what's something worse gonna happen or right final destination is still coming for you (laughs) right Okay, talk to me about the Rick, Josh, all that stuff. So that falls into the what I wished for. And I wished I wished I had a better understanding of how Maggie and Josh's relationship was repaired. Because this movie, the resolution is about 90 seconds long. And we get to the end and we know that she's happier. She's in a better job. She and Josh are happy, right? She's not living this fast-paced life. But I thought... Well, maybe, maybe that's what she wanted. Maybe she really wanted to be partner in a big law firm. Right. You know, he was clearly bothered by her ambition and the ways in which it negatively blew back on him. And there was that moment she's like, I got to make a work phone call. And every single time, like, he was so annoyed by her work. And people don't change who they are. Certainly circumstances can change. But I really wanted more of an explanation of... Okay, great. They live in a different place and they are happy, but why? What changed? Because like you said, they were clearly unhappy with each other. And it, for me, it didn't feel circumstantial. These felt like two people, especially Josh, who just were not on the same page and were not really big fans of each other and really couldn't feel figure out how to connect with each other. Right. So what changed? Well, this is my problem with it. He seems totally resentful of her and her like ambition and her job and whatever. And he's in a city he doesn't want to, well, maybe he's in a city he doesn't want to be in or he's unhappy with like what he's doing with his life. And then they're at the end, they seem happier together because now they're, you know, in the town where they were raised or whatever. But are they happier because now he has gotten his way? You know, like that. I don't like that. (laughs) Yeah. Is she genuinely happier? Because she has her own practice at the end. Is that, am I remembering that correctly? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Is she genuinely happier? Is that what she wanted? Like this smaller private practice? Or did she want to be like the big shot shark lawyer who had to work 80 hours a week in order to make partner at this big firm? I mean, there's nothing wrong with wanting that, right? So I wanted, like you said... Is this just the Hallmark wrap-up? Oh, we're all going to be happy if we go back to where our home was, where our family is. Yeah, they needed a little more backstory Mm -hmm. on their relationship and how they got there and what they were. Because the whole movie was really about saving the library. It wasn't, like, about their relationship, per se. So, you know, we got the backstory on the library and all that nonsense, not their relationship. So here's something I wish for. Yeah. Why is this movie in a fall harvest lineup? 
uh, hello, it's literally a summer movie. They use the word summer. <laughs> She's home for the summer. They hop into watermelon-shaped floats at the lake. What is happening? The only thing fall about this movie was the Fall Harvest logo on the screen as it was playing. Right. Right. Totally. I was like, there was not one fall element in this movie. Like, I don't, I don't understand... I don't one. understand. Like the at other all. ones are like, just put some horses in there, and people think it's fall. Like, wear, yeah. wear a jacket. It's fall. At least those movies weren't blatantly summer movies. I, I I'm convinced they had enough money or people available, people or whatever, to make one movie for fall, which was <laughs> Roadhouse Romance, and then everything else. Everybody was busy making Christmas movies for their 41 movie lineup. And then they just like slotted these guys in the fall, in the fall. Because I never watched a fall harvest lineup. Never, ever. So you need to tell me, did last year, was it fall related movies? I have never watched all six, right? Oh. I've never, or however okay. many, I've never watched the full lineup. I, the only time I'm a devoted, prior to this year, Hallmark fan is Christmas season. The rest of the year, every once in a while, I'll watch a couple. But, so I can't answer that, but it... It does feel really strongly not fall. And like we said, they have their biggest Christmas lineup ever. And so perhaps they were just too busy. Or the other side of that is part of me is overthinking it. I'm like, how? It's a little insulting to the intelligence of the Hallmark movie watcher to say, like, just put them in a fall harvest. Call it fall harvest. Nobody's going to say anything. Because I think Hallmark knows who they are. I think they know they're not the appointment television watch where you put your screens away. I think they know they're throw on TV for a lot of people. Right. So I wonder if they're like, hey, we're going to lean into that. We're going to make movies. We're going to call them Fall Harvest. Nobody's going to say anything. And if they do, who cares? (laughs) Just throw them in there. Well, I care. And market (laughs) them all together and they can make it seem like with their Hallmark checklist app, if you open up the app, it's going to ask you, let's create a checklist for you. And I'm going to send you reminders and pop them into your calendar for you to watch these movies. I'm disappointed in Hallmark. I think I it's re- it's yeah, I wanted some like fall I really wanted some like Halloween style festivals, fall pumpkin carving, apple bobbing, whatever. Yeah, that's what I wanted. And I feel let down. I do not feel confident that we're going to get any of that in South Beach Love. Oh my gosh, this is like one I definitely want to skip, but I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. South Beach Love. My goodness. Okay. Anything else you wished for? Did we have any information about how Maggie or why Maggie and Rick split the first time? Did I miss it? I don't think so. I'm trying to remember. They run into each other in the office of the building and they're kind of like, meh. And they just say like it was her like college boyfriend or something. I don't know if they ever did get into specifics of why they broke up yeah did he propose did you know what i don't know i'm curious how that timeline was different from the original timeline Mm. that's all yeah i don't know i don't know they don't want you to know these answers no they don't no they don't that's for sure all right let's get into did you see that i have a few okay first of all when josh and maggie go back to 
to their hometown or whatever, and they're like driving through like the town square, and what was once the library is now like it was like yeah. I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) It looked like they returned to like a city that. I don't I don't know. I can't I don't know the right words, but like, you know, just went broke, <laughs> basically. It's like a one library is not going to like make a city turn bad. The right? library storyline was so odd to me because they made it clear that they had already rebuilt another library. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't that there wasn't a library. They were just really dedicated to this piece of land, not going to the developer. And look, I would not really want like my beautiful library turning into a dollar store either. Not that I'm not a fan of the dollar store, but you know, I like to preserve a little history, but I didn't really understand Okay, once they've won this injunction against this shady developer, what are they then going to do with this space? Because who owns it and where are they going to get the money to develop into something they would like to keep? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we find out later what they do with it, but I don't even remember. It was so anticlimactic. But anyway, I yes. Okay. It was just weird. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. like, there's some cities that don't have a library, but... They already established that there was a library. So it's like they were more concerned about the historic building, right? Which I kind of understand a little bit because we live in near like the Orange Circle, right? There's a lot of historic buildings down there. And yes, I think I would be kind of bummed if they like tore those down for like high rise living or something like that. But not enough to, I don't know, maybe it's because I just don't care about things, but. I I don't know. I, it just was a lot of this story. I agree. Anyway. Did you hear the Brian Adams? Was it <gasps> everything I do? I was like, oh, look at that. Real music. But not by the actual oh. artist. But we rarely get it by the actual artist. Bobo Brian Adams. But yeah. <laughs> but we did get real music. I honestly didn't notice. And music, I usually notice the music in movies. I did not notice in this one. But it was during their, like, the... um. It was midway through the movie. But maybe it, it was at the original, like the 25th anniversary party. At the party. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was trying to remember. <laughs> like it was at the party. Did you notice that Maggie wore the same exact necklace in every scene? I did not notice that. It was, and, and it only is a necklace that reminds me that you have. It's kind of like one of those like interlock chain necklaces that are kind of popular oh, right now. That's so funny. I did notice that. And I was like, that wasn't popular 15 years ago. Right. Like, those are very of the moment. You can get them at Target. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was in every scene. I was like, it wasn't in like the future or it wasn't in the current day scenes. They were in the past scenes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the party scene in the current day she was wearing like a fancier necklace Um, right and then when she goes from like hitting her head in the past to waking up in the future she's wearing like an updated version of the same dress oh i didn't Um, notice that (laughs) yeah like it's the same style same like roughly the same cut it's the same color but it's just yeah the 2021 version interesting interesting did you notice how like cheap the lockers were in their fancy golf club when they were trying to like (laughs) steal that briefcase like if you if this was going to be like a nice golf club that i would assume that these people would belong to 
There's no way they're like these like high school lockers or whatever. Yeah, they're not <laughs> that close together. You're not butt to butt with the person changing behind. <laughs> I would hope not. God. <laughs> but I actually did really like that scene because it made me nervous watching it. I was like, they're going to get caught. They're going to get caught. You know? Yeah, they did a good job. I thought it was a little too long, but. Agree. Um, agree. 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 But they did a good job building suspense in that scene. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Although the fact that. Rick had no idea with Maggie. I did not believe. Yeah, give me a break. She right? still has her short hair. I mean, like she looks exactly the same from behind. And she's wearing his that big old diamond ring he gave her. Like, <laughs> maybe mm. that just speaks to like, oh, we don't even like notice the help, right? Like we're just oh yeah, mm. true, 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 true. Um, by the way, I don't use the word the help. I'm just suggesting that that's how these people would refer to them. Right, I understand. Um. So at one point when they're like doing their like they've got their like war room doing research on this developer. Yeah. She sends the girl who will be her brother's future wife. She's like, oh, go downstairs. Ash has great Wi-Fi. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. It's 20. Let's say it's 2021. So this is 2006. That's like. So I looked it up. Wi-Fi enabled devices came out in 2004, which to me is like really it was that long ago like we've had but i think it wasn't necessarily like everybody had wi-fi every i don't know so they would have had wi-fi in their home but then she was like just wait and see what it's like in the future there's no way it was actually any good at that point yeah they were trying to do a lot of that like oh apps apps are going to be big in the future you know what i mean those dumb games yeah exactly I hear you. There was one scene when Maggie's dad was texting. You know, of course, you're on texting on like a flip phone Uh where you had to like uh press, 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 you know, whatever. But anyway, she tells him like text with your thumbs. It's easier. (laughs) I thought that was really funny. Use your thumbs, dad. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So there were for me, there were like a lot of like little funny lines in this. Yeah, I um, thought it was funny, and I thought it was relatively fast-paced, had a lot going on. I could have used, like, less library and more anything else. Well, did you like the, um, the like, courtroom scenes or no? Not really. I thought there were too many of those also. Yeah, there was one too many of those. And something about, like, the way that she would, like, lay her hands on the desk while she was, like, talking <laughs> to the judge. I don't know if you noticed it, but it was like she was, like, barely reaching the table but like it was like this you know power pose that a lawyer would have it just was kind of funny i feel like they were going a long way to proving like maggie knows what she's doing she is a real lawyer right right exactly i I mean i didn't need to be sold we already know she's on the partner track so (laughs) yeah i was into it all right are you ready to rate this movie? I am. Um, I gave it a three stars. So did I. Whoa. That's, I think, our first for this, the same for Fall Harvest. I think so, because there was another movie that I rated three stars that was higher than yours. But, yeah. you know, I want to take away a half a star because it was not a fall movie, but oh. I, th- I thought it was good, though. <laughs> I yeah. Was good. Do I care more that it's not a fall movie or do I care that it was enjoyable to watch? Right. 
And what's interesting is my husband, he was like, oh, it was okay. Like, he thought it was cute. He will rarely say a bad thing about a Hallmark movie because he was like, how dare you besmirch the good name of Hallmark? But I think he watches the fall movies for fall. He wants to feel like, oh, let's move there. And obviously we didn't really get any of that in this movie. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be moving to South Beach next week. Definitely not. So that's a safe watch. <laughs> I get so nervous watching these Christmas movies with him because they're all like small town. And then they all are like rediscovering how great it is to get away from life in the big city and slow down. <laughs> and the I whole know. time he's like, see, see. So um, I need a lot more city set movies this year, Hallmark. <laughs> right. <laughs> you need something set in Southern California. <laughs> right. Santa Stakeout, that's great. Like no part of that is gonna scream like small town, you know. Yeah, let's hope not. <laughs> for, for your sake. <laughs> the nine lives of Christmas. Oh thing. my God. Kittens of Christmas. I don't know what Can't it's called. do it. Anyway. All right, guys, next week we will be back with South Beach Love, the fifth out of six movies in Hallmark's Fall Harvest, but not really series. We are counting down to the countdown to Christmas, which starts on October 22nd. Have you seen the cute Hallmark commercial that has like kids trick or treating and then people opening the door to a Christmas party in the back? I have. Very funny. I loved it. I was like, See, it's good to know who you are. Make fun of yourself a little bit. This is how I we think do so Christmas. too. Yeah, so, I love it too. We'll be back next week with that. As always, you can email us your thoughts on these movies at meganandwendy at gmail.com. If you know if Hallmark bought this movie from someone, let us know. And we'll see you next week. Have a great week, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.